Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In Adelphi, I'm John Doman. The Dow is down just seven points. It's one o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Zoom. I'm Steve Kathan. Soaring inflation and recession fears haven't stopped employers from hiring. The government says 528,000 jobs were created last month. President Biden tweets it's the result of his, quote, plan to build the economy from the bottom up and middle out. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Employment in that sector in professional and business services is 986,000 higher than it was before the pandemic. Healthcare added jobs. We saw it across different hospitals and nursing facilities. And government actually added 57,000 jobs. But it is also below its 2020 level by about 600,000 jobs. Moments ago, Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer indicated it's full steam ahead for a spending bill designed to ease inflation and fight climate change. The Senate is on track to begin consideration of the bill tomorrow. CBS's Scott McFarland says the way is clear for passage now that Arizona Democrat Kirsten Cinema has said she will support it. Cinema was late to commit to this deal. She had concerns about tax provisions, and her colleagues appear to have relented now, preserving tax breaks for investment fund managers. So what is in this bill Democrats call the Inflation Reduction Act? Well, there are new taxes to help generate billions of dollars to pay down some of the national debt, but also to pay to extend some of the subsidies to provide health care under the Affordable Care Act. A day after Brittany Griner was sentenced to nine years in prison, Russia says it might be willing to discuss a possible prisoner swap. Reporter Mary Ilushnia is in Moscow. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov told reporters while in a visit to Cambodia that, quote, the Kremlin is ready to discuss the topic, but only within the framework of the channel that has been agreed by the presidents, referring to, obviously, Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin. Well, today, China said it would end contact with the U.S. on major issues after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's Taiwan visit. Potential trouble may not be over in parts of central Appalachia that were wiped out by flood water. With new flood warnings and watches posted, there's word the president and first lady will visit flood-ravaged eastern Kentucky on Monday. Flood victim Cassandra Scotland is seeking federal disaster money. For me to ask for help, there's other people here, too, that's hurt worse than I am. The flooding claimed at least 37 lives and damaged or destroyed an unknown number of homes, buildings, and businesses. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Amazon says it's reached a deal to buy the vacuum cleaner maker iRobot for $1.7 billion. And on Wall Street right now, the Dow is down about 13 points. This is CBS News. Half a million businesses connect using Zoom for communication and collaboration around the globe. Zoom, how the world connects. 103 on WTOP. It's Friday, the 5th of August. Sunny, hot, and humid. 87 now. We're heading back into the 90s. Good afternoon. Nice to have you with us. I'm Mark Lois. And I'm Gigi Barnett. The top local stories we're following this hour. We have the latest now on the shooting at a library in Southeast D.C. where a special library police officer was killed during a training exercise. The person running the training has been charged with involuntary manslaughter. 
Talking about retired D.C. police officer Jesse Porter, who's 58. It appears that his, um, his actions uh, certainly contributed to, uh, contrib- contributed to the death. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti talking about the shooting that killed 25-year-old Marika Mannion of Indian Head during training at the Anacostia Neighborhood Library Thursday. Conti says it's unclear what was in Porter's mind at the time, but how it happened is what led to the criminal involuntary manslaughter charge. Christy King, WTOP News. We now know the names of the married couple who died after a lightning strike near the White House last night. Of four people who were injured by the lightning strike, two have died. D.C. police say the two were an elderly couple from Wisconsin. All of those who were injured were in Lafayette Square by the White House near a cluster of trees. Vito Maggiolo with D.C.'s fire department says it's not clear whether they were directly hit by lightning or whether they were hit by a falling tree. Anytime there's lightning, you should go to a safe place. Anybody who goes to seek shelter under a tree, that's a very dangerous place to be. Witnesses say the lightning strike sounded like a bomb going off. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The two people killed have been identified as 76-year-old James Muller and 75-year-old Donna Muller of Wisconsin. The two others who were struck remain in critical condition. The Federal Highway Administration was expected to issue a decision on the plans to replace the American Legion Bridge and add toll lanes to part of the Beltway and 270. Instead, the feds have delayed the project, and that has Maryland's governor calling on them to reverse their decision. In a statement issued Friday, Governor Larry Hogan said the acting Federal Highway Administrator Stephanie Pollock has delayed the decision that would allow his $7.5 billion plan intended to ease gridlock in the region to move ahead. The project would replace the American Legion Bridge and add toll lanes to I-270 and parts of the Capitol Beltway. While Hogan blasted the decision, calling it irresponsible and incompetent federal overreach, He also said he's directing his own transportation department to apply for help from the federal government in the form of a bridge loan. Hogan said what he called federally driven delays could cost taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Have you noticed, have you celebrated that gas prices across the region are a lot lower than they've been in some time? In fact, they haven't been this low since late April or early May. Why do prices keep falling? I think the market has priced in at least a shallow recession in the United States and perhaps in Europe. That's Tom Closa, Global Head of Energy Analysis for the Oil Price Information Service. He expects the national average price of gas to dip to $3.99 a gallon soon. That'll happen probably around the the middle of uh, this month. But Atlantic hurricane season is starting and Closa says any disruptions to oil refineries in the Gulf of Mexico could send prices up again. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. GasBuddy.com says a gallon of regular is now averaging $4.30 in the district. It's four oh eight in Silver Spring, Rockville, and Frederick, and $3.90 in Arlington and Alexandria. If you're looking to save even more money, I mean, who isn't, right? In Virginia, a three-day sales tax holiday starts today. Among the items you can buy sales free, sales tax-free are school supplies, some clothing, and footwear. The same goes for hurricane and emergency kits, including some portable generators and gas-powered chainsaws. You can also buy qualifying Energy Star or WaterSense products that cost $2,500 or less each without paying sales tax. If you miss this weekend's tax holiday in the Commonwealth, don't worry. Maryland's runs between August 14th 
and August 20th. You have to do some shopping. Yeah, we do. Up ahead, a check of traffic and the weekend weather forecast and more details about the possibility once again of seeing some severe weather in our region. It's 107. At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family, to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save.